Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Well, hello, 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 everybody. Welcome to the show. Uh, Big and Express. I'm your host, Frankie Sun. Oh, Frankie or Frank or whatever. Anyway, um, I'm really squeezing in the deadline because I'm over 33 minutes to do a show, and at 7 o'clock, you have to stop paying. So I'm just, be- well, it's barely 6.30, and I got to squeeze all this in. Before we do our live show, we're going to be back live on March 11th. Okay, I'm looking at my calendar. Um, I'll be honest, I got screwed up with the dates, believe it or not, because I thought King Kong, or Skull Island, shall we say, was going to come out about the uh, 24th, and next thing I know, we got Logan, King Kong, and we got Beauty and the Beast. So, um, what we're going to do is, I'm going to start off where we left off on the last live show, um, Saturdays, uh, live on MNN at 5 p.m. every other week, and this show is supposed to be in between uh, the shows, um, but unfortunately, I've, everybody knows I'm working on The Greatest Showman. That's right, with Hugh Jackman. Uh, so I'm going to be talking about uh, working on the background actor. Um, we're going to left, leave off, well, we left off, excuse me, uh, about the Academy Awards, because it all fits into the next half hour. Okay, uh, my Logan review, um, and the, the brand new thing about the information about King Kong was Godzilla. Uh, there was a, a big article in Hollywood Reporter, um, and everybody's kind of questioning who is Terry Rosio, the guy who wrote Pirates of the Caribbean. He's in charge of uh, uh, King Kong and Godzilla? Oh, should I say Godzilla versus King Kong? Okay. Um, there's a big reason. So let's start off. Also, my dedication to Pill Paxson. So let's start with the Academy Awards, okay? Um, and the last show, live show on Eminem, I did say. Check this out. It's going to be the lowest rated show in a long time, which it was. Uh, the lowest rating since 2008. Of course, at the end of the last live show, live on MNN, I mentioned Warren Beatty and um, Faye Dunaway um, were going to host the Oscars. Uh, Warren Beatty came out with that movie that died. And anyway, um, as it turned out, they were the presenters for the best picture. Warren Beatty, okay, he actually tried the Superman costume on. See how I'm tying this all together? That's right. Um, back in the 70s, before Christopher Reeve took over, it was, uh, I hope everybody in Hollywood was taking chances on Superman, or taking turns, or doing the readings, uh, doing the auditions. Warren Beatty actually put the costume on. In the famous words of William Goldman, who he wrote 
the, all the president's men, Bush Cassidy Sundance Kid, and of course, everybody's favorite, The Prince's Bride, which he got Academy Award. Um, I, looked, uh, I look up to him a lot. Anyway, he wrote a book called Adventures in the Green, uh, excuse me, Adventures of the Screen Trade. And in, in this book, he wrote that Warren Brady put the Superman costume on, and he was walking around on his pool and shaking his head. There was witnesses and friends and stuff like that that told William Goldman this. And he said, I don't, I don't think this is a good idea. Okay? And Faye Dunaway did do a Superman movie. That's right. Supergirl. Not the TV show. Supergirl, the movie with Faye Dunaway. Uh, Faye, Faye Dunaway is also probably known um, doing that picture, uh, the John Collins movie. I forget the name. Oh, Mommy Davis. Well, she played Joan Collins, of course, you know, Susan Sarandon and uh, was it, uh, Jessica Lange are doing Joan and Betty Davis. Okay, they had a big feud back in the old days. Of course, Betty Davis was in the, one of the old-time biggest Academy Award movies, All About Eve, which got 12 and won six. Okay, so when La La Land got all those nominations, and I'm glad it lost, there's a reason for this, um, you know, I thought, okay, um, he goes um, um, Moonlight winning And that La La Land La La Land was supposed to be Hollywood He's a, a musician trying to make it Who doesn't make it She's an, uh, a wannabe actress who does make it Blah. I thought the movie was bland It was okay um, Of course oh, I forgot his name Oh shame on me Let me go to IMDb real quick Anyway uh, The reason I'm saying this Which is going to lead up to the production assistant, uh, excuse me, the assistant director of the show. Um, what is it now? Ah, shame on me. Folks. Okay, well, I'm doing, well, I'm typing that in. Anyway, um, what I'm trying to say is, let me just put the, uh, On my sheet here, and it disappeared. <laughs> I had a little sticky, give me this information, and it just plain disappeared. That is so embarrassing. But the show must go on, so, but I want to give you that information. Um, typically, assistant director, and I said this show, assistant director is the one who controls the crowds, the background actors. The assistant director of La La Land is the same director as The Greatest Showman, which we are filming. Okay, uh, which is filming in Brooklyn. As a matter of fact, um, I'm going back there Wednesday. And yes, ten feet away from me, uh, and he does acknowledge the crowd. For everybody coming in, you guys are really doing a good job. He's a really cool guy. Interesting story. I tell him right now. I was going to say since we're talking about the movie. Uh, basically, what happened was uh, we did a scene. We took a break. And who Jackman usually goes to his trailer, but they had to go right back to do um, another another scene. They had to; it wasn't completed as they, they thought. So here's Hugh Jackman eating. What happened was everybody went back to their own section on the other side of the of the. Well, it was filmed in one of the giant buildings where they do the, the um, where they hold the actors and stuff, and then. Everybody goes on to the set. The actors in the trailers, background, got their own holding cell, as they call it. Okay? Anyway, I had to go to the bathroom, which is on the other side of the building. When I 
came back and said, Frank, you're supposed to be in the holding. I know, I know. I took it up in the bathroom. And who do you think I almost bumped into? Hugh Jackman eating. Because he had to grab something to eat. He had to go right back to do the scene. And he's Hugh Jackman. I was, and I was going to say, hey, good luck with Logan. And right behind him was one of the union people. The golden rule is you do not talk to the main actors or you will get fired. It is a union rule. Don't believe me? Next time you see a film shoot, and he's, you know the guy in the sequence, oh, excuse me, please cross the street, we're filming, you can't cross here. Those are the production assistants. Go up to him and ask him, is it true that uh, the background actors who work cannot talk to the main actors? And he'll tell you, yes, yeah, the union rule. Couldn't say nothing to him. Now, that is the fact of background acting. I, I figure, let me put it here. I was going to mention it later in the show, but let me put it here now. Anyway, so I got more stories on that. I can't talk about the movie or the production is, uh, uh, itself, and I cannot show pictures until after the fact. They now, uh, we did Homeland. Homeland, they made a sign um, confidential agreement. You're not supposed to talk about anything. I can say as a background actor, yes, I did work in the greatest uh, showman because it's part of my resume. So I'm not showing off, folks. This is, you know, the tools of the trade, you could say. Anyway, so... Um, and that's, you know, in that particular uh, uh, scene, we had to re- redo the take again. Again, I, I can't show my pictures or my costume or anything like that, but uh, I was going to say this later. Let me, let me insert it now. Footnote. I updated the website. The fifth page, I changed. I, it was supposed to be, you know, the best of um, my favorite, you know, westerns, my favorite sci-fi. Eh, who cares? Uh, background acting. Posted right now, I was a background actor on the 400th episode of Law and Order SVU. And you see me with your main actors. Those are screenshots. I, this was done six months ago. Everybody knows I did the, the Deuce with James Franco. He's coming out with the, the next Alien movie. I cannot talk about it, and I can't show no pictures because the show hasn't even premiered yet. And this is something I did two years ago. And, then, and this is the other thing I want to explain. It takes anywhere from six to eight months, almost a year, for it to premiere. And then I can show pictures. We're not allowed. It's a union thing. And they're really getting strict about it because somebody took a picture on Instagram and Facebook and the studios had a fit. Now, when we did Homeland, I said, hey, there's about 200 of us. Who cares? They made a sound, signed an agreement. It was the last episode uh, for the new season where things go boom in the night. I'll put it that way. And uh, the sign secret, you cannot even talk about that. Okay? We're out there in the freezing cold. Two hours into doing a camera setup. That was not fun, folks. We do suffer. We're standing there two hours in the freaking cold weather. It's like 30 degrees with a wind chill, uh, bringing it down to in his 20s. It was tough, okay? So when I talk about people, say, oh, wow, you're working with these actors, you're working these shows. It is tough, folks. There's no joking. Why do this? For the experience and for the grub. That's a joke, folks. Anyway, no, it is true. <laughs> I am. <laughs> There's going to be a wanted poster on. Um, uh, one of these crafty services tables. Uh, that's where you see a, when you see a, something, a TV show or movie on location, you see a tent, you see all the fruits and the nuts and the candy bars. That's for the actors and the background actors, okay? And that caused me to go overweight, believe it or not. Because if you're, okay, we'll take a break. People run to the bath. I go for the crafty table. And, um, you know, I really tend to uh, overdo it. Uh, and that's why you really do the <laughs> for the grub. And let me tell you, really, really good. Okay. And the greatest showman, uh, we like kings. We have, geez, we have fried chicken wings and ribs. Oh, 
My God, that's why I do this stuff, folks. It's not great pay. It is hard work. You're on your feet a lot. Uh, Homeland, it was freezing. It was not good for my asthma. But, you know, it, it's experience. Going back to the website, it's called Background Actor. That's the fifth page. From left to right, this is uh, five pages on the website. Anyway, uh, you see pictures of me with uh, in, from the scene, from the actual show itself. And the funny joke about that was uh, we did a couple of scenes. Cut. We do the scene. Cut. Replace this guy. He doesn't look right. And it replaced me with a woman. I said, okay, I'm out of the scene. Screw it. What happened? Apparently somebody, I think the director or the editor, decided I was fit for the part anyway. And the first couple uh, takes, I was used. And I went up in the episode. And that poor girl wasn't. Uh, again, I got that. And I worked with Donnie Warburg. Blue Bloods. Okay? And uh, I'd like to thank Tara, a fellow background actress. Uh, and, well... They're known as actors. Everybody's an actor. The actors are being a little bit chauvinistic nowadays, you know. Before we were known as extras, we are known as actors. Men and women are actors, not actresses. And extras are now known, known, known as background actors. That's a union thing. Before, everybody was an extra. Not anymore. Background actor. Again, not bragging. This is union rules, okay? Uh, but anyway, I'd like to thank Tara. She took a snapshot because I couldn't find myself in the show. Me and I, we did a scene in, in that TV show in the rain. And it got completely edited out. I did the, we did a scene, um, oh, what was it, the, the detour, the comedy? Uh, the whole day, 100 background actors uh, went out to Long Island. It was a, uh, I forget the college, and it, it was supposed to be like a bus depot. Only four people wind up in one little scene for about 30 seconds. Five, uh, four scenes were filmed the whole day, 12 hours, and nobody wind up in uh, the premiere episode. If you go to the detour, IMDb, and I, what I think is Hulu or Amazon or whatever, the detour premiere episode of season two. You see them at the bus stop, and that's the only thing that survived. That's, I've been at elementary three times, never see me. Two times, we never got filmed. Got dressed up as scrubs and never got filmed. But anyway, that's my thing about background actor. Going back to the uh, website, uh, background actors, I posted um, – Blue Bloods, with Danny, uh, you see me and Danny Warburg. Take a look at Danny Warburg and where we, where we are. That's where me and uh, everybody else with Hugh Jackman. We're, one scene, we're, we're like 10 feet away, believe it or not. Okay? I can't talk about the scene. can't talk about the movie. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Anyway, uh, I'm trying to get the gentleman's name. Oh, I hate that. Ah, oh, my sticky fell off. Okay. Um... I, I, I got to mention his name because he, he was such a great guy. I learned a lot as far as uh, what does assistant director. Okay. For example, Peter Spielberg and Jurassic Park, The Lost World. And here's a zoom in to Jeff Goldblum. Mommy's very angry. Talks to Jeff Goldblum. This is how you're seeing this, and we're going to zoom in on you. Okay, the whole the trailer falling off with the cliff. They almost died. They hang on to the rope. The trailer goes into the rocks. Boom, explodes. They pull them up, and there goes the hunter says, you guys. And the hunter is surrounded by like 30 guys behind him. Spearbook does not direct those guys. It's the assistant director telling guys, okay, you guys are going to be in the background. You're going to be running through the mud in the rain, and you guys are going to be going left to right, right, left. You guys are going to be walking back and forth, okay? Okay. 
and he tells uh, he tells the spirit book, okay, uh, the background is ready to go. So that's what an assistant director does. And let me go over here and get that gentleman's name because he was so cool with us. That's why I got to go out of my way and mention his name because I wasn't so happy with La La Land. And if he hears this, hey, buddy, <laughs> you're working on this movie, you know? And I worked in that movie, hello? Um, got to find his name. Michael Cohn, I believe. Okay, continuing. Now, about the Academy Awards. Let's go back to that. The Japanese Academy Awards. Yes, they had it. And guess who won? Shin Godzilla. Best Director, Best Picture. Now, guess who won Best Foreign Film? That's right. Clint Eastwood. For his directing for the picture, Sully. Now, I'm going to tie this up. Uh, I'm looking for that name. Um, Peter, that's it. Not Michael Korn. Peter, K-O-H-N. First assistant director. And Deanna Leslie, key second assistant director. What is that? These are the guys who helped Peter direct all of us. There was four people helping us out. Okay, stand, cheer, hand clap. That kind of stuff. Anyway, Going back. Now, I just mentioned uh, Clint Eastwood. What gets with that? What's the connecting? Clint Eastwood did a movie with Jeff Bridges. Jeff Bridges was nominated by Helen Highwater. And the picture's called Thunderbird and Lightfoot. And that was um, the dude. The dude. Jeff Bridges, the dude. That was the first picture that he did with uh, Clint Eastwood. Um, and he had a lot of respect for Jeff Bridges because his father was Lord Bridges, another macho man. He used to do shows called Sea Hunt and everything. He, you know, he'd dive out of airplanes and he'd go underwater, fight sharks and everything. Lord Bridges was the man's man, you know. So this is Lord Bridges, uh, you know, um, being raised in the industry. Of course, he was nominated for Hell of Water, Best Supporting Actor. He lost. People actually, oh, real quick, uh, Oscars. Everything that I – I didn't do any prediction this year because I knew La La Land and everybody else was going to get it, Okay. Uh, Benzo should have gotten it. Uh, Lord Richard should have gotten it. You know what I'm saying? Um, Hidden Figures should have won for Best Picture, if not Hacksaw Ridge. Mel Gibson should have won for Best Director. Everything that I loved, nothing got recognized. Got nominated, but it didn't get recognized. Everything that got nominated, <clears throat> who cares? Anyway, uh, just explain that. Anyway, so the first picture there was Thunderbird and Lightfoot. Now, because Jeff got nominated for Starman, the first actor to do a science fiction role to get nominated for for Best Actor. So Gorney Weaver is second, nominated for Best Actress in a Science Fiction Fiction. Of course, James Cameron um, uh, stated that Avatar uh, is not going to come out until maybe 2019, not ready for 2018. He was on the, the view with Whoopi Goldberg and them yesterday, talking about Avatar, the Disney World, okay? And he mentioned about maybe doing something with Terminator with Arnold. Maybe, maybe not. Okay, going back with Jeff Bridges. Jeff Bridges did King Kong, 1975. Bill Paxson, he passed away, and of course, one of my favorite movies that he ever did, uh, come on, he, uh, we all love the man, aliens I just mentioned, game over, man, what do you make her in charge, man, okay, he did a movie called Tombstone, with Kurt Russell, Kurt Russell's going to be in the, the father of Star-Lord and the Guardians of the Galaxy, anyway, so, um, Bill Paxson also did Mighty Joe Young, the remake, Okay, um, 
he did a movie called Weird Science. Bill Paxton did a movie called Weird Science. He did Tombstone. And this is a movie that I did. All the alumni from James Cameron Alien 2 did a picture called Near Dark. If you follow my blog, uh, James Cameron directed his only music video for Bill Paxton had a band called Martini Ranch. Um, and he actually had a band and he actually sang. Uh, another recommendation. Okay. Anyway, the movie's called Near Dark. I'm going to show that on, on the live show. The other recommendation he did he did win an Emmy for the Hatfield and McCoys, a very famous, um, you know, hippies fighting, and and uh, the old West. True story, starring Kevin Costner, and he won an Emmy for that. I definitely recommend that. It was I think Biography Channel, maybe History Channel. Anyway, he did win an Emmy. A lot of people don't realize that those Paxton, you know, he did Twister and all that, but he also was the only star to do a, 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 I think he played a marine pilot. I forget the name. He got paid $10 million for one single film for HBO. Of course, he had his own HBO series that lasted about four or five years. I forget the name of that. Sorry about that. Um, but, uh, he, of course, he was in the biggest film of all time until Star Wars Final Wars. Uh, Titanic. So he left the legacy. There is so much to say about Bill Paxton. Uh, it's a shame uh, at the age he went. But anyway, that's all the connections. I'm trying to put all this together. One last thing. Let's go back to Logan. Okay. Um, ask us real quick. Somebody was asking me. I'm going to answer the question real quick. The four worst pictures. Crash. English Patient. Out of Africa. Out of Africa, excuse me. And The Greatest Show on Earth. Starring Charleston Heston. It was a C.C. Bill DeMille production. And uh, it talks about the circus. And, of course, we all know that circus is, uh, is kaput. Animal lovers just, they said enough is enough. And they're putting the circus out of business. Now, let me just wrap up the, about the whole Academy Awards. They want the La La Land to win the Academy Awards because 20th Century Fox was hoping, you know, they're going to jump on the whole musicals are back. And La La Land got the Academy Award for Best Picture. So here's The Greatest Showman, starring Hugh Jackman. Of course, the big mix of that Moonlight one. And I did say I'm going to stick to my guns. Manchester by the Sea. Um, Denzel should have won in that aspect. Sorry. Overrated. Uh, Moonlight, good acting. Overrated. And La La Land, blah, 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 Land. Okay? Okay. They're all good movies. Three out of five. Not Academy Award winning pictures. Okay? That's the end of that conversation. But 20th Century Fox really wanted uh, La La Land to win so they can start promoting the Hugh Jackman movie, The Greatest Showman. Now, like I said, when time goes on and the production is into post production, I might be able to talk a little bit about more. So trust me, not showing off. Uh, a lot of times when I do background acting, a lot of the stars are right in front of us. Okay? But we never could take pictures or get fired. Or also, uh, we never work in the industry again. They're really getting tight. Only because a couple of schmucks uh, from this happened last year started posting everything, and the studio said enough is enough. And I said this, uh, 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 think the last show, Gilmore Girls, right? The reunion. The main actress, she was taking pictures on the set. Hey, we all together. Let's take this snapshot. So many came over. Said you're not allowed to take shots. I'm. I'm one of the leading, I'm the headliner of this show. I forget the uh, actress name, my apologies again. Too many names in, to, to remember. But anyway, 
I'm, you know, I'm the big kahuna over here. You're not allowed to take, but it's just the family. Nope. They said they'd take a camera away. The leading star, Gilmore Girls, the reunion, they wouldn't let her take pictures. That's how strict they are. Don't believe me? Next time there's a film show in your neighborhood or you're passing by, you're going to work, there's a film show, movie or TV. The production, oh, excuse me, we're filming here, please walk to the side or please cross the street. Ask him, oh, excuse me, real quick, is it true that uh, I can take a picture? Sure, no flash. But the, the guys who are standing right next to the main star cannot? That is true. Union rule. Ask him. Go ahead. Okay, next. Um, I just want to give an out to that. Okay. Uh, actually, going at, oh, talk about classics. Uh, Robert Osborne, he used to host the AMC, AMC, AMC movie classic, He Passed Away. This guy knew his stuff. Um, and it's a shame because newbies do not know anything past the 70s. All they know is about Spielberg and Mary Spielberg, or Spielberg or Mary Stanley Kubrick between 2001, which is a really uh, freaking shame. But anyway, let's go back. The last five minutes, here we go. Terry Rosio. The big article about King Kong versus Godzilla. Terry Rosa is in charge. Okay, I haven't posted this up. I'm going to post this as soon as the show done because I finally found the links. Uh, we all know about Godzilla '98. Godzilla '98. A lot of people calling it Zilla. As far as concerned, the only reason Toho recognized that movie is because of merchandising. At first, they gave the okay. And Toho was associated with it, but they really didn't acknowledge it because the movie was so freaking bad. To me, it's a good B movie. It's a good monster movie, but it's not Godzilla. It's just a giant iguana making, being a pain in the ass itself in New York City. But anyway, there was another script done in 1994, and that was Godzilla versus the Gryphon. was like some – think of Transformers. Remember Transformers, the first movie? There was some kind of physical alien being that disguised themselves – they had the they could morph into cars and helicopters and anything that's you know construction vehicles or whatever you want to call it. Well, the Gryphon was kind of a, a, a meteorite. It landed as like a meteorite, but it could morph into different creatures. Okay, it, it, um, uh, Ray Harryhausen, uh, Sinbad and the Eye of the Tiger. Um, the one eye Cyclops fights this lion uh, that has wings on it. You know, a tiger, an eagle. So it was a hybrid of different creatures. So what it did when it landed on Earth, it morphed into all these different creatures to create this one creature. It fought against the World Trade Center, and Godzilla got his ass kicked, passed out. Griffin goes up to the Empire State Building, and is going to annihilate the city. Godzilla catches up and kicks Griffin's ass. That is a script that's available on uh, – let me tell you, it was a very good script. And they, I, I'm glad they remembered him. They turned him down to do Godzilla 98, okay? That was a movie that was supposed to be green-lighted. Godzilla vs. Gryphon is available on the internet. I'm going to post it up on a Godzilla site. Uh, you know, we got the Godzilla community that I uh, set up. It's a, my, my community that I set up a couple of years ago. We hit 4,000 members. I haven't acknowledged that yet. People are scratching their heads because I'm waiting for uh, King Kong this weekend to come out. The next show will be addressed featuring King Kong. It'll be, it will be my King Kong special diet, I promise. And then I'm going and uh, I'm waiting for tomorrow to acknowledge, boom, the 4,000. We have 4,000 members. We crossed that mark. I'm going to post the script of Godzilla uh, versus Gryphon, and I'm going to post somebody, uh, an artist, who tried to do a graphic novel. Uh, his name was Todd Tennant, and he was supposed to illustrate the rejected 
Ted Elliott, Terry Rosier. That's the other name I couldn't recognize. Ted Elliott. Terry Rosier wrote Paris the Caribbean. Because of writing Godzilla, they recognized the Paris the Caribbean recognized that script, Godzilla script, and that's what got them the job for Paris Caribbean. Even though the movie Godzilla movie was not made, they got the gig to do Paris of the Caribbean. They thought the writing was fantastic. So that's how Hollywood works. Anyway, Ted Tannen uh, was supposed to do a graphic novel on it. And you get some screenshots. I'm looking at it right now. I'm going to be posting both of those on the Godzilla community. And I'm going to be uh, posting that on my blog site. Uh, has Logan on it. I didn't say much about Logan because uh, I don't want to give any spoilers. Four out of five. That's how I'm going to end the show. Um, if you go to the blog, you see a picture of Logan and the girl. Uh, what is that? She's X-23, I believe. Too many things to remember. Anyway. I don't want to spoil it for you. I hope King Kong has box office. And I don't want, you know, I'm not going to say that King Kong is going to kick Wolverine's ass at the box office. I hope they, it's, it's a close tie. Because Logan, they finally got it right. It's just a great movie. They got it right. Uh, it's not that bloody. Everybody's, oh, wow, it's really good. See, he cusses more than anything. More than, uh, uh, I mean, if they do a couple of edits, a little quick snippets, they, they could have got away with a PG-13. So it's not that violent. He just, he just, he said, who the... He goes around the movie going, who the fuck are you, basically. Uh, <laughs> but anyway, I hope they both do good. They both deserve it. But I hope, you know, if you do see Logan Friday, go see King Kong on Saturday. Because we need this to be a real big, uh, big box office, huge intake. So Godzilla, so studio will be happy. It makes a lot of money. So they can go ahead with King Kong versus Godzilla. Meaning, they're going to go ahead and do it, but hopefully they get a bigger budget for it. That's what I mean. Anyway, I love one, two little tidbits. I'm going live tomorrow, March 11th, live on Eminem at 5 p.m. Then I'm going to come back next week for another radio show. And I'm going to be talking about the best and worst of Godzilla movies and King Kong. Actually, King Kong, then Godzilla. Anyway, everybody, thanks for tuning in. Thank you for listening. I really appreciate it so much. And see you live on Eminem. See you then. Ryan here and I have a question for you what do you do when you win like are you a fist pumper a woohooer a hand clapper a high fiver I kind of like the high five but if you want to hone in on those winning moves check out Chumba Casino at ChumbaCasino.com choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes there are new game releases weekly plus free daily bonuses so don't wait start having the most fun ever at ChumbaCasino.com no purchase necessary VTW void prohibited by law see terms and conditions 18 plus